The number one trait women look for in a man is a sense of humor. And if you don't think you have one, guess what? Yes, you do. And I can reach my tiny little hand down deep inside of you and pull it out. I've worked with hundreds of men and we've got their banter game up to where women are responding. They're not getting ghosted, they're getting dates, and they're getting, you know, something else. So if you want to knock more than just your socks off, go to kristenandchill.com. If you banter better, you'll date better. Welcome back to the Ask Women podcast, your favorite podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kristen Carney. Alone today, Marnie is not here. She may be here, may not. She likes to be mysterious, just like you men should be mysterious. But you know me, I'm from kristenandchill.com. And I work a lot on banter with men, but I also work on profiles. So I have a lot to say on pictures that you go in profiles. And today, our guest, also has a lot to say about pictures in your dating profile because he is a dating app photographer or a dating site photographer, whichever one you're using. He's taking pictures of you to make you look great. And we've had him on the show before. Joe Bookoff, thanks for hanging out with us again. Thanks, Kristen. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So we talked a while ago at this point, and I know that your business has grown since and you have a lot more to say about the pictures that men should have in their profile. And I mean, they're crucial, obviously, incredibly crucial. Your words are crucial as well, but I mean, we're visual creatures. So pictures are so important. So today we're going to talk about do's and don'ts about your photos and your dating profile. And then also some creative things that you can do. No one's done generally before. But Joe, I want you to just since you've been doing so many of these pictures, I want you to hit me with some do's and some don'ts. And I'm going to start chiming in. All right. Well, let's do it. Do's and don'ts. Some of these are actually not the advice that you usually get. Like, for instance, one of the do's that I like to do uh, (laughs) for (laughs) clients who are fit is to do a shirtless photo. And some people will say that's a good idea. I imagine for your clients, if it's in the right setting, if they have a great physique and it looks more candid, you probably suggest that they have a shirtless photo. There's a lot of people out there who don't suggest that. If you have your physique as a strength, you might as well show it off, you know? Okay. So that's a do. I just, my face went like, what? Like, whoa, (laughs) we're starting with a take your shirt off. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously, yes. If the physique is in the right shape, it's something you want to show off. Mm -hmm. You have to be self-aware enough to know and to distinguish whether or not your body is at the, at the point of where it should be on a dating app profile. So what level of fitness does a guy need to be at to say, you know what, I'm going with the nips? Hmm. Yeah, I love the <laughs> nips. So while my business has taken off since the last time we talked, and it was still in a good place back then, my physique has actually gone the other direction. So I'm self-aware enough to say that at this point, no nips for me. I got into a relationship with the girl who's right there but nobody else can see So you let yourself go. Uh, I let myself go a little bit. (laughs) And I have decided to do that just because, you know, I'm still fit, I'm still healthy, but there's not as much need to be like super, super fit and she's happy with me. But I'm not in a place where I should take my shirt off and take a photo of it. And so just for guys listening, 
what's your height and what's your weight? So I'm pretty muscular. So my height and weight will make me sound like, like I'm fat. I'm pretty muscular. I just have a little bit of a pudgy stomach. I am 5'7", and I am now 170 pounds. Okay. That sounds like a little bit. I mean, I don't want to judge. I don't know weight, height. You know, I don't know these scales. But yeah, that does sound just by the numbers like, yeah, you might have a little, a little extra something. Yep. So don't go in that route. If someone did want to go in that mm-hmm. direction... But from a comedic standpoint, like they're aware, hey, I'm not in the best shape and look at me, I'm still out living mm-hmm. life. Would that be a good idea or a bad idea? That would be, there would be a very subtle line. For more creative photos, you have to be really careful to make sure that it comes across the way you want it to come across. A lot of times, ah, man, somebody just gave me an example of this. It was either a client or a friend telling me about photo they used to be using I don't remember the specific example. I wish I did. But they said, they said, they explained the photo to me and, and they shared the idea with me. And then they were like, yeah, I wasn't getting any matches. I'm like, yeah, no wonder. Like it, it, you had this idea in your head of what it would be so funny, but the way it's coming across, like I had no idea what you were trying to get across. Yeah. So there's a very subtle line when you're trying to portray something complicated in a photo. It's difficult to get. Yeah, it comes down to execution. And if you don't do it right... Yeah you should face execution because it's, <laughs> it's not going to do you well. Yeah, I would advise away from that. I thought maybe that would be a creative, funny thing to do. If you are, if that's what you're all about is humor and you really, really, really know how to be funny. It's like the comedian, Bert Kreischer. Have you ever heard of him? I have, yeah. He owns his body for sure. Right. So it's not like we want to make everyone think that they're, if they're funny and they're not in shape, they're a Burt Kreischer, if you guys are listening. <laughs> He's a comedian who never wears a shirt ever and has a very large protruding belly and some not so toned arms, etc. That's mm-hmm. his like comedic thing. That's his whole thing. So yeah, we won't focus too much on that. I don't think it's a great idea, but maybe a creative idea if you're super funny and you know how to execute it. Yeah, I think there's ways to do that if you're creative enough. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a do we had Mm -hmm. for the shirtless photo, which I am surprised Mm -hmm. about. I, you know, as a woman, you know, seeing a nice physique is obviously an appeal, Mm -hmm. but you can generally tell if the guy has, you know, muscle underneath what he's wearing or not. So as a woman, from my point of view, I'm a little bit more subtle of a person. I don't need to see a guy with a shirt off. It is a bonus. But if I don't see a profile that has no shirt off, I'm not going to go, oh, what's he hiding? You know, so it's kind of like, it's great if you can do it. If you don't do it, I don't think it's a detriment. Like, I don't think girls would go, oh, he must be not in great shape. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. I feel like the shirtless photo is more of a bonus. If your physique is one of your strengths, you might as well use it. It's definitely 100% not required. I've done a lot of photo shoots for guys who are a little overweight and they still got great uptick in matches, a great result. So it's not required to take your shirt off. But if your physique is one of your strengths, you might as well use it. You know, don't let it go sitting in the corner collecting dust. So what does a shirtless photo say about a guy's personality? Does it say, hey, look at me, I'm really special, I'm really full of myself, check me out? Or can it say nothing and just be like, yeah, I'm just out and about and I'm in the sun and I'm 
you know, looking good. And I'm an easygoing guy. I'm not really full of myself. Doesn't say too much. I feel like it depends. And that's a good point in that if you execute it in a certain way, it can make you look low full of yourself. And if you execute it in a different way, it can make you look like an easygoing guy that's fun that just happens to have a great body. Yeah. So the key is in like one of the easiest ways to make to make it look more of the latter is for you to be doing something where you have your shirt off rather than just standing with your shirt off. So maybe Absolutely. you're swimming in a pool or you're in a lake or you're in a river or you're playing volleyball or something where it would make sense to have your shirt off and you're looking natural and candid and relaxed. Absolutely. Agree a hundred percent. Okay, cool. So what is another, what's another do with your clients? Where do, what are you aiming for? What are the photos that you're generally lining up going, okay, we're going to need this shot, this shot, this shot, and this shot. What are sure. some of the shots? That's a good question. I usually go for a few different values in my shots. One of them is authenticity. So I want to take photos of the client doing things they could be seen doing on any given week. And I like to have the heuristic. I think I said this in the last interview, but my heuristic is what would my client be doing on their best day? I'm not trying to, like, I don't want to be so authentic that you have like bed hair and maybe a little bit of acne here <laughs> and there and you're, like your beard isn't kept up. It's like maybe, maybe every now and then you're like that and maybe you wouldn't be perfect every day. But I want to show you what you look like on your best day. That also doesn't mean that I'm going to be showing you looking better than you do on your, on your best day. I know some dating profile photographers out there who are pretty successful who take photos of people, of their clients DJing when they don't really DJ or in front of a private jet when they have no access really? to a private jet. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. I know a couple that do that. Oh, that's really lame. Yeah. I mean, even so completely forgetting about the moral aspect, which, you know, is definitely a consideration. You're bringing, if you want a girl to come over more than once, and even if you want her to come over once, you're inviting a lot of drama into your life the moment she finds out that you're a catfish. It's like, it's not even fun. Yeah, it's not fun. And I mean, you know, it's it's all about who you're aiming for, what your type is. I personally, not a person who needs someone who has a private jet. So I wouldn't be impressed by that. Obviously, you know, these guys are going for certain types of girls. But yeah, don't lie in your pictures. Authenticity mm -hmm. really is huge. It's also really big, obviously, when it comes to what you put in word-wise in your profile. You know, if you say you do X, Y, and Z and all of these different hobbies and you don't really, you know, obviously that's going to be a big letdown when she realizes that. Mm -hmm. So I have a do that I like to recommend. I have a photo guide. I, I've had it for a while on my website, profile photos that will make her swipe right. I do recommend having a photo, like you said, on their best day. Mm -hmm. I like to have something that feels nighttime-ish. Mm -hmm. And the reason I like to have a photo if, where it feels like they're involved in something in the evening is because the evening is a time where you can get romantic and mm -hmm. where you can feel more of the kind of tingly idea. You know, he's looking really sharp. He's out at a really nice restaurant. The lights are dim. It's a cool setting. It's like, oh, that might be what it looks like if I go on a date with him. Mm -hmm. So it's 
putting herself in that position of imagining how it would look to be together on a date. It's like, would I slip into that scene, you know, easily? Like, would that be somewhere I would feel sexy and pretty and blah, blah, blah. That's something I don't think guys really think about, you know, having that kind of vibe going in a picture. I love it. That's great advice. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like you want a, the girl to feel something and how, how look, the thing that's going to make her feel the most is like being able to picture herself in that photo, especially in a nighttime with like a dimly lit setting, maybe at a bar or a restaurant. Like I love that idea. Yeah. I like getting photos of my clients in a bar if they drink. Some clients don't drink. I don't drink. I have maybe like three drinks a year. But if it's something they could be seen doing or they could potentially take a girl to, I'll take a photo of them in a bar or uh, doing something else at nighttime. Because it's something that a girl could look at and be like, oh, I could visualize myself like right across from him. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Whenever I see that and a guy looks like he's in an environment where I, where I would like to hang out, I'm like, yep, okay. He could be, he could be something. He could be a potential match. Mm -hmm. So what's a don't? What's a, like a no, 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 no. Please stop. We need to stop now. <laughs> so I kind of mixed the do and a don't uh, before, and I'll give you another one. The do and the don't that I was talking about before, which I'll bring back up is, trying to seem like somebody you're not. That's a big one. And that's a big one with also, also a lot of so-called professional dating profile photographers is they'll try to make you look like somebody you're not. Another big one is uh, car selfies. Yep. And I don't mean like you on the outside of your car because like if you have a great car and that's really important to you and that you're looking for a specific kind of girl, that can be fine in certain situations. But there's photos that I've gotten from clients before they work with me where they're in their car buckled up about to drive and they take a selfie and they put it on their dating apps. And I'm like, what, what, what? Mm -hmm. It's one of the worst. And it's really common. I'm not entirely sure why. Yeah, I, I see it a lot. So when it comes to selfies, the do's for a selfie, I like to say is you're doing something with purpose that you needed to take a picture of. It was a moment and you were alone and there was no one to take your picture. So it's not just a selfie of you laying in bed or it's not just a selfie of you in the bathroom, you know, looking in the mirror, of course. It's a, oh my God, I was at, I don't know, Niagara Falls and I was there by myself. And so like you're snapping a picture of you in front of Niagara Falls. So there's purpose behind that selfie. It's not a selfie just to be a selfie. And I also recommend one selfie per profile. Women, obviously, I know women with the selfies, they're all over the place. It's selfie, selfie, selfie. I mean, I see a lot of guys where it's all, all selfies as well. I actually just went out with one recently. Um, and we had a nice date. He was, he was a nice guy. And I actually told him, cause he didn't know what I did. So I told him when I got there and he, you know, he was like, oh no, he's like, how was my profile? And I said, terrible. It was really, <laughs> really bad. <laughs> nice. And, you know, luckily there was enough in there and, you know, I did like his look that I said, okay, I'll overlook how bad his profile is. but he had, I think, three or four pictures were him taking a picture of himself in a mirror. Wow. And I just, I kind of shook my head like, oh no, like, why am I, why am I even engaging with this guy? But, you know, I, again, there was enough there. But generally, that's a no. Most people can't get away with it. He, he barely got away with it. But yeah, so limit one per 
profile. So now if you're taking photos for someone's profile and they are going to have a selfie in it, do you just let them take their own selfie or do you have any photo direction for their selfie? So you actually inspired the hell out of me the last time we talked because we were chatting and I was like, no selfies whatsoever. And that's not necessarily the worst advice, but you told a story about a client you were working with who was very good looking and had really great lifestyle, was rich, and he just had was on top of everything. And you said that you helped him put a photo where he looked, he had this yawn or a laugh or he was sleeping or something. And his yeah. kids like took a photo of him sleeping in a really weird position. And yeah, I, I thought about that afterwards. And I've started to suggest to my clients. Now, not all clients need this. A lot of clients, they put up a, all the photos that we take and we, they do great. But I do suggest to my clients like, hey, pop a selfie in there somewhere, maybe near the end of the profile. So it's not super, super on the, near the front, but pop mm-hmm. a selfie in there, pop one. And I've started to do that. And I've seen a lot of great results where a lot of them are the candid lifestyle kind of photos that I take professional. And then they pop one or two one selfie, maybe like a cell phone photo or two that a friend took as well. So they have a couple lower quality photos in there. And what I find is, especially with the clients who are very attractive, it goes from, oh, this person's like way too good. Like there must be a fake profile or a bot to be like, oh, okay, they're real. Yeah. Like there's a selfie in there. And like I said, it seems to be a boost. And for some people it's necessary, especially the really attractive guys. But I, I find that that's really great. But it's I had to explain this to somebody because he was like, hey, teach me how to take an amazing selfie because this guy has a selfie and and he's getting matches. I'm like, well, he's getting matches not because of the selfie, but because of his physique. He was like, you know, super like just the most attractive he'd ever. I'm like, he's not getting matches because of the mirror selfie. He's getting matches despite the mirror selfie. Mm-hmm. And the reason that this works is because it's a lower quality photo. That's why one selfie in the profile is good. It's like, the best colognes have a very, very minute repulsive smell in them. If they don't have that, it's just kind of boring. But they put the smallest, smallest, smallest amount of something very repulsive in these amazing smells, and it increases the allure of that cologne like 50-fold. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, yeah, so when I work with clients on their profiles, I really push the idea of what are your imperfections? Because everyone's trying to look and sound like they have everything perfect. They mm-hmm. have, you know, no weird things about them. Their shit is always perfect and they're always put together. So when I send a survey out to someone that I'm making over their profile, I'll say like, what are your quirks? What almost makes you like annoying? Like if your <laughs> friends were describing you in an annoying way, what would they say? I growl and meow unironically. Okay, well, then we can also send the cops to your, your house uh, yeah, based maybe. on your profile, find your location. <laughs> Not all the time, just every now and then. Interesting. <laughs> I, I might uh, swipe left on that, or I would definitely <laughs> swipe left on that. But we can get a lot of charm out of something that's imperfect. Mm-hmm. So like if you're a germaphobe, you know, saying something like, like if you, I dated a guy a while ago who was a total germaphobe very OCD. You couldn't walk into his place. Not during 2020, I hope. It was during 2020, but oh. he's like that all the time. Okay. But you couldn't walk into his place with shoe, like if a shoe touched 
his floor by the door. It was just like, you know, so, you know, obviously that's annoying, but that's a trait that you do have. So you'd angle it in a way of, you know, I'm being truthful. Like I'm a regular person. I have flaws. We can connect over maybe shared flaws. It might scare some people away or it may bring the right people to you. You might go, oh my God, I'm a germaphobe. But when you say it, you say it like, you know, I was a germaphobe before COVID made it cool. That is pretty hilarious. Or something to that extent. That is pretty funny. Yeah. So like you said, you know, finding that gross smell, so to speak, in the cologne does work as well in profiles. So you referred to the client who was sleeping. And I want to talk a little bit about that for a second, but I want to take a break. So we're going to take a quick break. Make sure that you listen to our sponsors and give them some love and show Marnie and I some love by, you know, I don't know, rating, reviewing, five stars, of course, obviously. And we'll be right back. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. And we're back and we are going to talk really quickly about the client that I had who was sleeping in a photo. And I know it sounds really unconventional. Context is very important when you're choosing your photos. So if you're dating and not everything is in, you know, in line in your life, you may want to err on the side of not showing too many flaws. But if you do really have your, your stuff together by stuff, I mean, shit, if you have your shit together, you can show more of those flaws. And the guy who was sleeping in the photos, the reason I chose to show him sleeping was because you said authenticity. He takes a lot of naps. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a lot of naps, but a very successful finance guy, nice looking, well-dressed. You could tell he lives in a cool environment, all of that. So showing him with the weakness of like, you know, this funny position of sleeping, of being caught in the act of taking a nap out of the blue worked, you know, so for everyone listening, I want them to remember like context is important. You know, if, if you look like you play video games all day long and then also have a picture of you napping, might be a little too much. <laughs> you want to aim for a balance. So yeah. if you're leaning one way is, uh, you know, I've got everything together, add in a little not so pretty stuff. And then if you're not so great all the time and you're, you know, leaning in the direction that you're struggling a bit, then you want to balance out by showing some higher quality photos, but again, authentic. So that's really important. I don't want to bogart the conversation, <laughs> but I have a lot to say on facial expressions. So do's and don'ts for facial expressions in photos. 
Sure. I want to comment on the the subject that we were just talking about real quick. I find that there's a lot of advice out there, and this isn't just in dating profile photos, it's also in dating advice in general, especially from a lot of the men's coaches. Not all of them. A lot of them are great. But a lot of the advice out there shares, and it's similar to what we were talking about before of like misrepresenting yourself, but only sharing the positive parts of yourself. And it, it comes from a deeper philosophy that or kind of equates attractiveness to a hierarchy, as in like the more attractive you are, the better. And the more you have your shit together, the better. And, you know, that's true. But I mean, there's a lot of deeper misgivings in, in that philosophy. We could, I could dive deep into it for hours. But in general, just to keep it quick, what I've, what I've discovered in, in, I've been, you know, very successful with women. I've been with more women than most guys will ever dream of being with. But I also have... <laughs> okay, bragger. I'm just in context. <laughs> like, I'm also experienced in long-term relationships. I've been dating this girl for almost a year and a half now. Wow. And I don't really feel like I need much more than that. So having had success in my love life, it's really clear to me that being perfect only gets you a certain kind of girl on a certain level of relationship. Even if you're looking for something casual, like it's a lot more fulfilling when you can connect to them. And being authentic, especially about your flaws, helps you connect to other people. And again, even if you're looking for something casual, like a friends with benefits, like it's you both trust each other much more and you have much better sex, even if that's all you're looking for. It's trying to hide your flaws is only going to hinder you in your love life. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Although I hide all of mine. <laughs> I am perfect. I look like I have everything together. They have no idea that my bed is unmade right now and my clothes are all over the place. This applies to everybody but Kristen. Kristen uh, is perfect yeah. and should not listen to this <laughs> yeah. advice. So to get to the facial expression stuff, what do you recommend with clients? Sure. So I actually give clients what I call the modeling 101 video. And if this were a video, I would demonstrate it uh, right now. But it is audio, so I'll do my best to describe it. And also, I could share with you um, YouTube videos that are not mine, but just a, there's a creator out there who's a famous photographer who has some great posing videos, and uh, he doesn't know me. So it's just because I'm sharing it just so you could help you. There is a thing called the squinch. I think we went over this last time as well. There is a lot of data, like actual hard data, that the squinch can mean the difference between a right swipe and a left swipe. Is the squinch the same idea as smizing? So it's the same guy. Yeah, the same guy yeah. did it. It's almost, the smize was like squinch v1.0, and then squinch is like the second version. And he's a, he's a headshot photographer, so he's, you know, when you only shoot headshots, you don't have much to work with in terms of creativity, so he's dialed in like every single part perfectly. He's not from America's Next Top Model, is he? I have no idea. His name is Peter okay. Hurley. Okay. Oh, okay. No, it's not him. Okay. Yeah. So paint a picture of what smizing looks like and what squinching looks like. So I don't remember what smizing is. I mean, I remember the idea. So that's just smiling with your eyes. Mm -hmm. So you're not full smile, I think. I mean, I'm kind of just recalling, but your eyes, you can see the more happiness and glow from your eyes. So like you're really this. focused on what your eyes are doing. Yeah, yeah, basically like that. So mm -hmm. you've got a little bit of a grin, but it's coming through your your sparkly eye eyes. 
<laughs> Thank you. You're a pirate. You only have one eye, apparently. <laughs> That's coming through your, your eyes. Yeah. So, so I, what you got to do is you got to swap the deck. <laughs> no, he has two eyes, I swear. Okay, so that's what smizing is. I have no idea what squinching is. I might be able to guess, but I have no idea really. So smizing and squinching, I feel like you get to the same place, but the explanation for squinching is a lot easier to follow. And there's a confusing way to say it, which seems to trip people up. And there's a less confusing way to say it, which I've discovered myself. Because to be honest, when you look at Peter Hurley's video, if you do that on squinching, the way he describes it, when I describe it that way, and when I show people that video, it, everyone seems to get really confused. <laughs> so I have a different way to explain it. And that is, you want to start with your eyes normal open in the mirror. You want to squint until you see your brow furrow and maybe some, some lines between your brow. And then you want to undo it slightly, enough so that you mm -hmm. don't see the brow. So it's I mean, technically what you're doing is you're raising your lower lid, but when I describe it like that, people get really confused. They're like, I can't raise my lower lid on its own. It doesn't make yeah, any... And all of a sudden their eyes are giant. Yeah, <laughs> or they're like scrunching their cheeks up and it, it's... Yeah. The... So that's why I don't like to describe it that way because like you have to learn how to move your lower lid independently. And the way you do that is you squint until you see like furrowing in your forehead between your brows and then you undo that. And then what you do there, what you end up with is the same place. And the reason that that's the same as a smile is if you smile, your lips and your, your mouth push your cheeks up, which pushes your lower lid up. So the same mm -hmm. thing is happening an anatomically, but it's a much more concrete thing to do than just, oh, smile with your eyes. It's like, that's a little bit abstract. It's still, still actionable, but it might be hard for some people to know how to action that. Um, so yeah. that's why I like the the squint and then unsquint and then have that perfect balance. Yeah. So I like to tell the guys I work with, whether they're flirting and in person and having conversation with women, you know, in any environment or if it's a photo, but to look like they're trying to solve a puzzle, not like mm. an, a board puzzle where it's on the table, but like you're you're in your mind trying to solve a puzzle when you look at her and when you're listening but you back it off a hair. It's like you're, you're looking at her trying to figure something out. Like there's something going on when you look at her, you're going, there's something going on behind her eyes. And then that makes it look like there's something going on behind your eyes. Mm -hmm. And 100%. I, I find that that works both in pictures and in real life dating. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing as a squinch, actually. Squinch, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of words for it. He actually has copyrighted that term, so we might be sued. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think he's, they don't think, but he has actually copyrighted it. But it, he's not the guy who invented it. So there's a lot of names for that. And um, that's one of the reasons why it's really attractive is because, A, it's the eye portion of the smile, you know, just around your eyes without any of the other parts of your face. But it's also exactly what you talked about. It's a very flirty expression. It's a very like, hmm, what is it? Like, I'm very curious about you. Because that's also something that, is attractive. It's like if I'm curious about a woman, that's attractive. It's like, oh, this, you know, what is it? I'm curious about what you think of me. Like that's that's kind of a seductive position to be in. Yeah, but I think to back to an ex, and I mean, I fell so hard for this guy, and I remember when we were talking, he was kind of leaned forward in his chair. We were sitting in like lounge chairs in a loungy kind of place. He was leaned forward. He had both of his arms on his knees 
like, you know, one elbow on one knee, one elbow on the other. He kind of had his hands clasped together as I was talking. He was leaned forward in the chair and he was looking at me, squinting his eyes, looking like he was trying to solve a puzzle while I was talking. And it was so freaking attractive. There was Mm -hmm. something about the body language and the way he looked at me. And I just like, even right now, as I think about it, I just kind of go, oh my God, like I feel melty. Mm. You know, it's got to be, of course, you know, someone that you're possibly already attracted to a little bit. I mean, maybe, or it could turn someone from going, oh, I feel just like friends with this person to, whoa, that was like really intensely sexual. And now I feel some chemistry. It could push you over the edge, but I love that look. But in a photo, like I said, with the puzzle thing, it's like back it off just a hair. Because if mm-hmm. you're taking a photo, then it's going to look like you, you're like a posing for a headshot for a soap opera where it's mm-hmm. like really dramatic, like, hmm, <laughs> you know, so you don't want to be over the top with it. In person, you can yeah. go further with it than on camera. Yeah. So there's two things I want to say about that. One of them is the leaning aspect, the leaning in. That's a great thing you can do because uh, when I'm doing a photo with client, especially if they're holding like a drink or a food item, I have them set their elbow that is holding the drink or the food item on the table and lean into it towards the camera. And then mm-hmm. their, other, their other hand might be more relaxed. And then leaning into the camera, that's, that's a very like seductive, kind of like, mm, I'm interested in you. I'm listening to you. I'm like, I'm here with you. And it's a very seductive pose. It's going to make the girl feel things. Because in the end, that's what you want with the photos. You want the girl to look at the photo and feel something because that's the feeling is what's going to get her to swipe right. Absolutely. And the second thing I want to say is it goes off another kind of uh, facial expression thing. This is a, a great tip because a lot of clients, I'm like, hey, um, so give me a smirk. And they're like, I don't know how to smirk. And I'm like, okay, give me a one-sided smile. Just smile with one side of your mouth. And that is a really great way to reframe a smirk. If the word smirk gets you really nervous, you're like, I don't know how to smirk. I'm not a seductive guy. Like, that's a weird thing for me. Smile with one side of your mouth with that eye thing we just talked about. And that'll give you a really good smirk. Yep. Yep. That's a great way to smirk. And I like a smirk. So I always, when I go through the photos that I'm selecting, I don't know about you or how many photos you provide for your clients. But I know for me, generally, I like give them eight to work with, but I only recommend posting six. So on sites like Tinder, they allow more than six, Match, more than six, but Bumble, Hinge, some of those only allow six. I don't recommend more than six because I think it starts to take away an element of mystery. Mm -hmm. And you want to be able to be a little bit of an onion being peeled. So within those six photos, I look for a variation. So I'm wondering what you would think about these, because I know that you're taking professional photos and you said to add one in from your camera, you know, one in maybe that's Mm. a selfie. I think that's really important, but I make sure that there's one photo, at least one photo that they're showing their friends or at least some people in their world, a photo where they're doing something they're really good at, a photo where they're showing a weakness, you know, as in the napping and so on and so forth. What are some other poses? You know, like I said, there's, I also recommend like a nighttime one. What's one that's missing from what I'm describing that you think should be in there? So first of all, I want to, I agree on the six um, for the, exactly the reasons that you stated. So that's very good insight in your part. What are some of the things from, I think about it in a less structured way. 
I don't necessarily like try to tick off boxes with each profile that I create. I generally just try to go for, I want different aspects of you. I want different, oh, here's a great way to say different it. Different sides. Yeah, I've never described it this way, so I had to think about it out loud for a moment. Another thing that I would put in there is something where she could imagine herself in that situation, kind of like we were talking before. And so I, I like for, for every client to get at least one, if not like multiple photos where it's like, okay, you're eating in a restaurant or you're eating at like a food truck or you're grabbing a drink somewhere or you're grabbing a coffee or you're in the park reading a book or you're something like that where the girl can be like, oh, wow, I would like to be right next to him in that photo or in a hammock. I, I bought a hammock. So depending on where my client is, sometimes I fly out, can't bring the hammock. But if the client comes to me, then I take a photo of them in the hammock and I've, I've gotten some feedback from girls that like that photo is great because like they would just like to be right next to him, cuddle up in the hammock. Yeah. I fell out of a hammock twice this summer, which was really great. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, but yes, showing different sides of yourself. So the different moods and hues. So smiling in every single picture, big, giant, no. Mm -hmm. You want to yeah. have, you know, those different emotions. So the squinching, you want one full, you know, have a full smile, have a full squinch, have a photo where you're caught in action Maybe you're turning to the camera. So there's no, like your expression is just like, oh, I happen to just get caught cooking here as I turned around and looked great. You know, obviously it's the whole thing about the photos and the profile, the entire profile is trying hard to make it look like you're not trying hard. Yep. That's the key. If you can achieve that, you've won. You did it. You figured it out. You solved the profile problem. You know, because it's like, oh, if this guy put so much effort and everything was just so right, why does he have that much time? Shouldn't he be busy living his life? So I want to get into have, what your answers are to prompts and your bio, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, I can just go and go and go about it because it's, you know, I do it so often. So if a guy has children, what do you recommend on that? Do they include a photo with their child or, or not? And I know we are doing the shoot, so the child probably isn't there. But what are your thoughts on, on having that kind of photo in there? So this goes into one of my core philosophies. I am a huge believer in screening over game. And I'm not saying that game doesn't work. Game does work. But it goes back to, I think, the core purpose of dating is to find, is to have a good time. And if you have to be on all the time, then it can kind of get tiring. And you also question whether they like you for you or they like you for your game. I'm not saying don't try to be more, try to have better banter or try to be more funny because those are great skills and they make everything more fun. But I feel like as long as you focus on having fun, everything will fall into place. And to go back to your question, I think, you know, that's the groundwork. Go back to your question. I leave it up to my client and then I suggest that if they're looking for anything, if they're looking for anything potentially long-term, that they include their kids in at least one photo because what that does is it screens out anyone who would not be cool with that. And that makes it a lot more fun. Like, yeah, they might get more matches if they don't put the kids in there. But if they're looking for anything other than a one-night stand or like a really casual situation, eventually their dates are going to have to learn that they have kids and what you'd rather them learn that sooner so you know if they're cool with that than be dating them for three months and then be like oh shit like i don't want to date a dad it's like oh well that sucks three months down the drain yeah for certain women depending on what their goals are depending on what their age is 
a photo with their kids or their one child or however many they have can be very attractive to like someone like my age. I want to have kids. I like to see what he looks like as a father. Him fathering can be very attractive. You know, if he looks like he's got a really close relationship and there's, you can see they just love each other. That's like, oh, it's a turn on. It really is. But again, zaddy. I'm not 25. What's that? Zaddy. What's a zaddy? Oh, oh uh, it's, 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 it's like a MILF, but for dads. Yeah. What's the Z stand for? It just sounds cool. It's like a Gen oh. Z thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would call him a daff. A daff. Daff? What about dilf? Or a diff. 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 Milf. Yeah. Milf. Dilf. Well, yeah. Dilf. Dilf is a thing. Anyway. But zaddy, yeah, that works. Totally into zaddies. Okay. We've hit on a lot. There's a lot to cover. We, you can get very granular when it comes to what should be in a profile. For sure. That's why this is the second interview. <laughs> right. Because people are, so, so many people just think, oh, I'll just throw some stuff up there and that's my profile. Mm. But if you really get into the nitty gritty of it, there's a lot of, a lot of different ways to execute to get the best results. And if you're not putting the work in, you're going to see not as many results. If we are going to give an idea of something very creative a guy can do, do you have anything that comes to mind? Yes. Yes, I do. So there's a client I worked with recently who has, this was a really fun one. I was really, really proud of this. I had a client recently who has a um, very unique skill. He taught a very unique and off the wall musical instrument. And he had a successful YouTube channel of, on this musical instrument. Uh, it was actually uh, melodica, which I didn't know what it was but it's a harmonica that you blow into. So it's like a cross between like a harmonica and an accordion and a bagpipe, sort of. Oh. It's weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, don't you already blow into harmonicas? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, okay. So it was like a keyboard, but you blow into the keyboard. I see. Yeah, it was, I've never seen it before, but he, <laughs> is, he taught this and this is how he used to make his money. It's like, that's really cool and weird and interesting. So I had yeah. him lounging on the couch with his YouTube play button behind him playing the melodica just kind of in a seductive pose and it was like it was very creative and it was very like unique and it was like it definitely was a photo that made you look twice and be like what the hell is happening here like but that's what it is like there's mystery why is there a youtube play button what is that he's playing why you know what is all this there's so many questions that come up that's like and it also shows his strengths at the same time so um yeah that was one of the creative ones that i did so the YouTube button behind him, was it something that you photoshopped in or did you have a big TV on behind him with a YouTube play button or something? No, so the a play button, it's a plaque that YouTube gives you when you reach a certain oh. amount of subscribers. So like, okay. for instance, and this one in particular was 100,000. You get another plaque when you reach a million, another plaque when you reach 5 million. But it's, it's a symbol of success. So it was like, it was like a self-aware, like, like, it was like obvious, like, oh, I achieved something and I'm like being cocky about it. On right, purpose. I'm a baddie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like self-aware, not like not like cock not like actually cocky, but like joking about yeah. it. Yeah, it sounds like there's a little humor, a little lightheartedness yeah. in it. Something that I saw, so a creative idea I saw a while ago. I've never done it. I've never thought to execute it, but it was a guy in the say it was the exact same day in the exact same outfit. Every single photo was from the same day doing something different where he was like, hey, look at me now here and look at me now here and look at me here. And so it was clearly him being funny. 
That's funny. And I thought it was really charming and really cute. So if you're looking for something a bit off the wall, I think that that's not a bad idea. That is pretty funny. There's another one. It's not one that I did, but it's actually funny that my girlfriend, before we were dating, we were friends and she would send me funny profiles off of Hinge that she found. <laughs> so like there's one profile that she sent me where it was on Hinge and one of the prompts is my biggest date fail. And the answer was see the photos. And the photo was a stop motion of him falling with like drinks in his hand, <laughs> tripping over something. Oh. <laughs> so it was like him like just after he tripped and then like a little bit like half part, part way to the ground. And it was like six photos of him That's great. falling. It was hilarious. It was so funny. I was like, yo, <laughs> I'd swipe right on that if I could. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have personality. You want to stand out. You've got to yeah. stand out. I mean, there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of you doing the same thing. So if you want to get creative, get creative. So on that note, I have to wrap up the show. Thank you, Joe, for all of your great advice. Please tell us how our listeners can work with you. Sure. So I have a website that describes exactly how my photo shoots work and also gives you some resources on your own. So check it out if you're ready to book a shoot or even if you're just curious about it because you see all my social media right on there. I am not cheap, but I get my clients results and I've traveled to so far 30 cities, four countries and uh, two continents to work with clients. So I can work with clients wow. anywhere. Yeah, I just got back from the UK uh, wow. a couple of weeks ago, which was really fun for me. I've never been there before. That's awesome. What a job. What a life. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great. I'm really grateful to be able to help guys around the world. And that website to find all that and check out my YouTube videos. And I have shorts that I release um, almost every day. www.datingunchained.com. Like unchain your dating life. So www.datingunchained.com. Awesome. Okay. Datingunchained.com. And if you guys need a full profile makeover, I'm always available. Actually, I just got an email from a guy that I worked with. And he was like, let me know if you need a testimonial. But he was like, you are a profile genius. And so that was a big compliment. So if anyone's looking to work with me, I am quite the profile genius. You can always go to kristenandchill.com and you can always work with me on banter as well. Because once you get those matches, when you get good pictures with Joe, then you got to be able to actually carry a conversation. So huge important part of getting a girl onto a date and off of the app. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting the show and new episodes out every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, generally. And make sure to subscribe so you don't have to download individual episodes. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.